Welcome to CPG Vibes. No script, just chat. We talk all things food and beverage and so much more. Feel our vibe and search for CPG Vibes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And make sure to give us a five-star review. If you'd like to sponsor our show with your product or service or be a guest, email us at cpgvibes100 at gmail.com. Now your hosts, me, Alex Bear with Genius Juice and Wade Yeti. All right, welcome to episode 99 of CPG Vibes. No scripts, just chat. Uh, we are here on this beautiful Friday afternoon. A little cold here in LA. By cold, meaning it's under uh, 60 degrees here. Uh, Wade, that's probably warm uh, on your side of the country there, um, near neck of the woods. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good. It, it's uh, We're hovering around the 50-degree mark right now, so... Uh... Uh, we're probably not too far off, I would say, right? Yeah, you're warm as our cold over here uh, in Southern California, right? And uh, what is your uh, your shirt, Sam? I'm mean, kind of like curious. That's, I was going to say, it's it's funny. You should ask, Alex, because last week, I, I have to kind of thank you, because last week after your little, uh, you know, mentioning that we we uh, like swag, my mm -hmm. buddy Brandon, Brandon Johnson that I worked with in Louisiana – uh, connected me with uh, John Bryan, who's the chief growth officer at Fire Department Coffee, and he sent me a shirt. A shirt. Fire actually, Department Coffee, actually uh, two shirts uh, and some coffee samples. So, John, thank you, and uh, yeah, good stuff. My wife's been uh, nailing the coffee. I've been wearing the shirt, and uh, it's been a good time. But yeah, my buddy Brandon Johnson. Uh, that I worked with there, hooked us up, and I can't think of enough. Love it. Love it. Well, uh, I love it. And also, uh, there was a, uh, I didn't even ask you about this, but did you get the uh, the uh, kind of the Secret Admirer I, package? I, I did. I did. Okay. Thank you for that. Yes. So uh, we'll, you'll, you'll debut it on one of these episodes. Well, I uh, figured but... I'd probably wait till we get a little bit closer to the, uh, to the uh, mystery package. I figured that would be relevant to do right exactly exactly so um yeah i was kind of like shot in the dark on the shirt um you know as we get closer to that occasion uh we'll see uh how that goes but also you know the product that i've been talking about so much on the show um before and we're gonna get into our announcements here but undercover snacks is something i've been buying from ralph's so mm -hmm. i put that in there did you uh do you try them yet oh yeah that's great stuff that's great stuff um, yeah, I, I I remember that actually having it from uh, when I was at Jimbo's and uh, yep. we carry them here as well. So it's good. Good product. No doubt. Yeah, they're in a lot more stores than I thought. So I was surprised when I saw them at Kroger. And then obviously they're at your neck of the woods and in, uh, in the southeast and they're um, all over Southern California. And they're also they're in Target. That's where I got them. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, they're amazing for anyone who hasn't tried them. So some some announcements first off are sponsor for this episode is simply depot so we'll talk more about them and we're going to actually bring on uh john vasiletz who is a customer success director for simply depot and he also has a dual role where he's an account manager for ginger labs who's also our sponsor so simply depot which is also ginger labs g-n-g-r labs and uh we will google that up and we'll put it up but basically, they have a, a, a delicious, sparkling, adaptogen ginger drink. And then they also have uh, ginger shots with other functional ingredients like turmeric and other, other things in there for immunity. So uh, that's our sponsor for this week. And we will talk more about what they do. And I think just by bringing on John himself, he uh, can do a lot better job than us two here could ever do on explaining what they do. I, I actually don't want to say too much because I might screw it up and confuse people. So um, five stars. I think we're at 124 now. So we beat one, 123. Actually, 125 when I checked. We got 125. Nice. I did okay, see great. 125 when I checked earlier. So. so thank you, everyone, for getting us uh, two more reviews since last week. Uh, keep it coming. You know, all you have to do is go on Apple Podcast on your phone or uh, your phone of choice or on the browser. There it is. There's the link that Wade posted. Just copy and paste out your browser and give us five stars. Um, and then if you'd mm -hmm. like to sponsor one of our episodes, um, 
you know, we have uh, episodes coming up obviously every week. Um, we have some openings in February. We're pretty much spoken for in January. It's 350 introductory price. We'll mention you the beginning, middle, and the end. You have a bunch of people on live, plus all the people that listen to it after the fact on Apple Podcasts. And then last but not last and kind of least because we don't bring on a lot of guests. Um, if you'd like to be a guest, you can apply. Same thing, cpgvibes100 at gmail.com. And we're um, coming up on our 100th episode next week, which is next really week. very exciting. And we'll talk more about that. Um, I'd like to shout, because that's what we do, shout some people out in our community here, the CPG community. And I think a lot of a lot of great things to talk about in this episode. I mean, we want to talk about the review cycle and Wade has a lot of perspective on that. I want to talk more about um, the events coming up, you know, fancy food coming up in a couple of weeks, Expo West coming up in less than two months. Um, and then we won't also want to talk about um, just 2024, our predictions, right? For CPG brands and retailers, what's going to happen in 2024, right? Because we're here on January 12th uh, as this is airing, 2024. Um, so some comments here. We have, I'm going to scroll. Wow, we already have a lot here. Wow. It's pouring in. We have Katie Gervin. Hey, everyone. Katie, good to see you. We have Rachel Robb. Good to see you again. You're becoming quite the regular here on our-, on our Rachel. Yep. I've seen, she's been commenting consistently for the last many, many shows. I can't even remember. I can't even count how many there's been that many. That's because she's awesome, Alex. Oh, yeah. Another one from Katie Gervin. Uh, Kenny Hausman heard you on the podcast recently. Nice to meet you. And Kenny loved your post about your tattoo. That was awesome, man. I I, I had no idea that you had a tattoo. So um, he posted on LinkedIn. More than one, right? More than one. <laughs> I know at least where one of them, one of them is, you know, on his arm. The other ones, you know, uh, I don't know. But um, but yeah, no, he posted like he's been more expressive about having, you know, his tattoo on his arm. He used to kind of mm -hmm. hide it. Now he's showing it more, um, you know, kind of like anyone. What are people going to think? And I love that self-expressionism that Kenny did with the post. And I love everything about what you're doing, brother. So big, uh, big game this weekend for Kenny's Bills. They're uh, yep. playoff game against the Steelers at home. So, uh, mm -hmm. and my Browns are playing the uh, Houston Texans in Houston tomorrow. So, uh, big, big football weekend. Yeah. Is this the first round of yep. playoffs? Okay. Yep. All right. Well, we know what's going to happen to the Browns. They'll make it to the semis and then lose, right? Hey, the fact that they made it to the uh, playoffs uh, is, is <laughs> a victory in and of itself. So, anything yes. from here, especially with the uh, injuries they've had all season. So, uh, we're just hoping to, uh, yeah, we can win a playoff game. That's that's like winning the Super Bowl for us. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think uh, it's cool when they defy all odds and make it this far. And uh, the Rams are, you know, and again, no offense to any of the Cleveland fans out there, right? I, I'm I'm cheering them on because they are the underdog, right? And we want them to go all the way and kind of break the uh, what is it called? You know, the uh, the cold streak or break the curse or whatever, however they say it in sports. Um, you can tell I watch a lot of sports. I don't even know the terminology, but the Rams. Yeah. I mean, they weren't even, they were like a 20 to one dog on actually even making it to the playoffs and they're in the playoffs. Right. I believe. Aren't they? Yeah. Uh, you know not, what? I'm not, not sure. I'm just it? so focused. I'm just so focused on the Browns. That's, you know, the, the, our, our side, that's all that matters. Okay. Let me actually look Rams and playoffs. Uh, we'll see. Um, yeah, I can't even, okay. So I guess someone will, will tell us because a much bigger Rams fan than I am, even though I'm in LA. Some other comments here. We have Dima Moraro, 16 in Montreal. That's the, uh, the temperature. Mm. Gavin Conkle, what's up brother? Uh, he is with Cloudwater, the VP of sales. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, it's 52 degrees here in Charlotte and pouring rain, right? I guess <clears throat> can't say we have it too bad out here. It's not raining in LA. Patrick Sinclair, brother, good to see you. Frye. Uh, and then we have Gavin commenting on undercover snacks. And a couple more on the bottom. We have, yeah, Rams are in. There we go. Yeah, Sean Bird. So, um, and then Kenny Hausman, Bills versus Browns AFC title game. Maybe. I like that prediction. Yeah. 
going to be one degree here in Boulder on Sunday. You know, you don't even have to do a cold plunge, David. You just have to go outside and like dive in the snow. That's your cold plunge. Literally a polar bear plunge in the in the snow. So um, good stuff. So another thing too, um, please send me swag hoodies like any kind. I'm wearing the Tenzo T. I don't know. Have you have you ever gotten this one, Wade? Not. I do not have that one. This is my favorite hoodie, like besides the Genius Juice one. And I got it from Steve O'Dell, who recently got engaged. He posted on LinkedIn. Um, Tenzo tea, they do the matcha tea and other teas. He sent me this hoodie. So please send, please send hoodies to us. We're, we're poor. <laughs> um, so where do you want to start, man? You want to talk about the review cycle stuff? We can go. Yeah, there. we could. That's, that's perfectly fine. We can do that. Okay. I'm going to ping pong it to you since I've been talking too much. Go. Well, I, I think, uh, we just, we were, we were going to talk a little bit, uh, about, about reviews and, and, you know, I don't know where we want to start, but. Um, you know, I always try and, and <clears throat> say something towards the uh, October timeframe. Uh, you, you, by then, you should have in your hands if you're a brand, if you're a broker, if you're um, in the space, uh, the review schedule for your for your key accounts that you plan on targeting. And, and that's kind of the starting phase uh, because no one's doing anything with regards to reviews. I, I say no one. Most most retailers aren't doing anything with with reviews in November and December, you know, it's kind of a dead period. Uh, you know, you don't want to impact the stores. It's just kind of a, you know, kind of, kind of a catch up time frame and whatnot, but then come January, things get a little crazy, you know, and, uh, I, I I've been pretty clear, you know, especially for larger organizations, <clears throat> you, when you look at that, that, that actually follow formalized review schedules, um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a long process. Um, you know, it's, it starts with, it starts, typically with meetings of some kind, you know, or some kind of internal evaluation with regards to uh, how the category is performing. You know, you're kind of reviewing your sales sales data year over year. You're looking at external sales data, uh, you know, and, and, and then next, next beyond that, you're starting to schedule meetings with vendors um, and so on and so forth. And it just kind of goes from there, but from start to finish, it could be anywhere depending on your size. Uh, I would, I would guess as little as three months, if you're relatively nimble, upwards of six plus months uh, if you're larger and, you know, you're opening DCs and things like that. So I think preparation is key. Uh, targeting, targeting, you know, and we've talked about uh, probably till both of us are blue in the face as, as far as targeting the right accounts that are that are good fits for for you and your brand. And, um, you know, yeah, that's that's kind of the, the you know, 50,000 foot view um, what, what, uh, what kind of, th what, what do you want to talk about as far as the reviews go, Alex, from a, from a brand perspective? I mean, you, you fire them at me and I'll either shut them down or I'll ask Kenny and, uh, Gavin and whoever else is in here to, to contribute to what we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, I'm always interested to kind of pop the hood since you, um, you were for many years, a category more in the, you know, you're, I think, you know, more at center store now, but category manager, right. You were like in the trenches, uh, looking at items, meeting belly to belly with, you know, vendors and suppliers and founders and owners, what has worked really well for you in past meetings? Like what is music to your ears, both, not only what they say, but also just the, um, the vibe, if that makes sense, the vibe of the meeting, how they present it to you <clears throat> and how they treat you during one of these meetings. Cause I think that's the meeting face-to-face -face with a decision maker is to me that all that matters, right? When it comes to making sales and getting into the store and doing it right in that very precious and rare moment where you get that opportunity to present. So what has worked well for you in the past from your experience? Well, I think, um, you know, it depends, you know, in, in this day and age, I think more often than not, uh, a lot of the meetings are via Zoom or Microsoft Teams, Google Meet, what have you. So <clears throat> it's a little different atmosphere than being in person. Um, you know, and, and a, a lot of them are rapid fire, you know, half an hour. So you've got half an hour to, to kind of throw your throw your spiel out there. And, and I, I think, like I said, is, is you're looking at it uh, as a category manager. First off, you have to look at your internal data. How is the category perform? How is it? How is it performing in the channel? Um, you know, and, and obviously you're using uh, outside party for that, whether it's spins, Nielsen, IRI, something like that. Um, but where is that category at uh, for you? And, and then that's kind of the starting point to see, okay, you know, am I, am I 
outpacing the competition? Am I am I kind of where the channel is, or um, am I is my category underperforming? And you know, I, I always always tried to get out into competition a little bit and look and see what are they carrying, what do I, what's out there, and and uh, and kind of going from there. But then from that standpoint, or from from there, I think the next step for me, if I have a face to face. I, you know, if, if you've been listening to the show long enough or you know me um, at all, I always say ditch the deck. I hate PowerPoint. I hate using it. Uh, um, you know, and so if if someone's coming into me, I want as small of a deck as possible. You know, I, I really want to make that personal connection, hear a little bit about your story, hear why you feel you're a good fit for my company, my retailer, you know, me as a retailer, uh, what you're going to bring to the category. And I do want to see a little bit of data. I mean, you know, if, you know, I've been fortunate enough to be in some of the places I've been, uh, have, have brought products in. I've been first to market with quite a few brands over the years. And, and so sometimes data isn't everything, but, um, if you're, you know, the larger you get, uh, I think, I think you have to have to be more in tune with data and, and use it because you're, you're, we've talked about this, you're, you, every decision you make, it has, has a much bigger impact when you're a, you know, 100, 200, 300, 500 store chain versus, you know, taking a risk at one store and, and just putting something on the shelf. And so I think um, I want to know what you're going to bring to the category, how you're going to, uh, how are you going to enhance it or what, what void you're representing for me in the category, you know, that I don't already have on the shelf and um, <clears throat> how you're going to support me promotionally excuse me, how you're going to support me with marketing um, and and just how you're going to help, you know, it's a partnership, right? How are you going to help? You know, it, it, I say this too, you know, you get product um, in the back door. That's the easy part on the shelf. That's the easy part. It's getting it out the front door. So how are you going to ultimately help me sell that product if I give you that shelf space? And I think that's kind of, that's kind of where my mindset is. And so um, in that meeting, that's, that's what I want to hear. I want to hear touch on all those things as far as, you know, let me hear your story, the why, what, which, why you're doing what you're doing. If you're a founder, if you're representing the brand, um, <clears throat> excuse me. And then um, how are you going to help me sell the product? What voids you're filling, et cetera. Yeah. It's kind of like my experience has been, and I think this is all just gold, everything that you're sharing, Wade, for anyone out there that's pitching a brand to uh, category managers. And we're going to get to these questions in a second. There's some questions here from Chuck Toombs, there's also some uh, comments. It's to me, it's a mixture of or a combination of art and science. <clears throat> the art is standing out in the crowd and getting the category manager to feel feel something. I sound like Jay Carl's here, but feel something, feel emotion, feel a connection to the brand, to the person. And so, you know, everyone, you know, there's stories out there where someone was sick before, right? And then they started eating their product that they created and they became better. Um, there's stories like that. There's other stories on why they created it. There's, uh, you know, stories on, uh, you know, their mission and, and what, what they do to give back. But whatever that is, whatever your story is, you know, really um, emphasizing that in the beginning of the meeting versus just going right into what the product is and what the benefits are and what the ingredients are. That will come later. Um, beyond all that, it's also making a connection which is hard to do in a rapid fire where it's only 30 minutes and the category manager is seeing, you know, 10 brands that day, but making some kind of connection, a personal connection and truly caring about the, the person you're meeting with um, and being authentic, I think really goes a long way because when there's that human to human contact, you're more likely to be liked by the other person and more likely to get into that account. Um, so I think, that's key is the emotional side, connecting with the category manager, uh, sharing your story, a powerful story if you have one, so that you separate yourself from the 10 other brands that he or she is reviewing that day or that week. And then just going in also like you've done your, have you done your freaking research, you know, on the, on the retailer? You've said this to your blue in the face is, mm -hmm. you know, when you're sitting down with a category manager and you say, I know, you know, Here's what I've learned about your um, your stores. Here's what I've learned about your customers, your demographics, a combination of going on your website and going to your stores, asking employees about who comes in, what do they shop for, what is trending most. 
Um, larger chains, it's harder to get that kind of data. Um, but you know, even if you go to the top five stores, right, in a large chain in the in the area um, near their headquarters, find out what the customers are buying and what they like and uh, what they what they're looking for in stores. So, coming into the meeting, being prepared with facts about the retailer and your product is a good fit and here's why my product is a good fit for your store here's the value well, that we're adding right and, and and i think along those lines you know and, and again i've said this so many times but you know we've got some new listeners viewers whatever you want to say um if if you haven't if you're pitching a retailer and you haven't been in one of their stores it's probably probably a big mistake and and obviously logistics and and uh, locations might influence that a little bit but uh, what I always say, and I'll continue to say, is you have the ability to see inside those stores uh, via social, via their flyers, via their websites, so mm -hmm. many different ways. So if you can't go in person, which I highly, highly, highly recommend, if you if you want that retailer to carry your product, you probably should be inside one of those locations, especially if you're talking about a bigger chain, right? I mean, if you're talking about a multi-store account and you haven't been in their stores, but you want them to carry your product make it a point to go see the stores and see what they're carrying and, and, and get a feel for who they are outside of, outside of uh, the internet. And um, I think, I think that's a mistake, you know, so often, and, and, you know, we've talked about good pitches, bad pitches, um, you know, and, and I know there's a, a couple of questions up here, but one of the things that just drives me up a wall is, is the, the brands that are using, um, you know, whether you call it fractional or outsourced salespeople, if that are that do a bad that do a terrible job, um, and and what I always say is the copy paste emails. I, I've I've got someone who will remain nameless, but someone who is constantly like it's 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 like I say it's almost like they have uh, whether it's an app, whether it's a, a CRM or something like that. Mm -hmm. He's got a reminder on his calendar every four weeks. He sends me, and it's just the the high weight that part that part's the the. Unique to me. That's yeah. unique to me. Everything else, and and he's just forwarding the last email he sent me four weeks ago. So he forwards last email, and it's always, um, uh, would you be? Are you interested or something like that? And it's it's just garbage. And I just it just makes me sick to my stomach to think that there are brands out there that are paying for that service, and I know they are. But it's if 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 that's what you're paying for, you're you're just throwing money in the trash because anyone any respectable retailer category manager and, and I've got, you know, peers and, and friends here in the, in the chat that can chime in um, any respectable retailer is going to see right through that in a second. And they're going to be like, delete, delete, delete. It's just, it's just garbage and you're throwing your money away. So if you're using those kind of services, make sure that uh, Gavin, uh, make sure that you you know what that how that person is representing you because ultimately that's that's the case you as a brand you're paying for this service you're paying this person this company what have you to represent you mm -hmm. that's going to stick in the retailer's mind or the category manager's mind it's like oh yeah that's that guy that emailed me 10 times once a month at every four weeks and it's the same thing you know and you know it's always uh at the end it's always you know would you like if you like samples or what it's just it's just bad it's just bad so think yep. about who is representing you and make sure that they're doing a good job because uh, that's, that's not a good way to uh, get your foot in the door. Yeah. I mean, what they do reflects directly on the brand, right? So like, you know, if there's a broker sales or whoever it is, that's representing this brand that's reaching out to you. It not, on, it not only makes them look bad it makes the brand not look good either. Right. So it's kind of a double whammy. Um, the other thing I'll mention too, that's worked really well is, you know, how you have those stores and, you know, these personalities way where they've been there for 40 years, you know, like at that store, or they've been to like 10 or 15 or 20 different stores. They've moved around in their career. And they're basically like a, a, a lifer, a career lifer at a certain retail chain. And so asking them, what have you seen succeed? What have you seen fail? What do you think of, of, of my product? Here it is. Try it out. Um, getting that valuable feedback from someone who's seen it all, done it all <laughs> within that chain in multiple stores, maybe even in multiple states. That's really valuable as well. So I've done that. Um, you know, doing it at, you know, a small chain uh, with uh, three stores, that's still that's valuable, too, you know, because you're, you know, uh, 
uh, you're connecting with them on a local level. And I feel like the smaller chains are more likely to be natural chains and the natural chains tend to have high velocity. So it's really good to know everything about that. Even never, uh, the other thing that, that, that I will say, if they're, if they're a, a chain that has 200 stores or 160 or four or three or nine, prepare the same way, you know, like don't, don't, come in thinking, oh, it's a three-store chain. I got this. It's an automatic in. It's not. You know, you want to prepare accordingly, bring your game face, do your research, and treat it like they are as valuable a retailer as a large retailer because every store counts to build your brand. So never right. uh, never underprepare no matter who it is. I, I've had one one store chain you know like i go into one store and i'm still doing my research about them so right i, I wanted to touch on a couple of things i we had chuck tombs ask a question and i <laughs> excuse me my little ramble there i think he might have he yep. said uh that's what i thought i um brokers do add value chuck uh, especially with um especially with larger accounts we talked about this quite a bit last week if i'm not mistaken just yep yep you know <clears throat> especially when you're talking about big big accounts uh, you probably need a broker to help you get your foot in the door there, or you you have to have some kind of connected dots relationship to to get your foot in with a category manager. So, uh, and not all brokers are bad. I'm just I'm specifically talking about ones that you aren't getting what you're paying for, uh, at least from my opinion or not. I think uh, you know Kenny Kenny chimed in, and, and it's always difficult for me. I'm, I'm looking at the phone because not all the comments show up here on Streamyard, but. Right. Um, but but there are some excellent brokers out there, Chuck. You just do your research and and make sure that you're getting what you pay for. And and Gavin Gavin uh, made a comment that I think maybe some brands overseas or some founders would ha have you don't think about sometimes. Um, you know, talk about Gavin. We've got Kenny here, um, Moises out at out at Harmons. Uh, my friends at Jimbo's. My friends in Ohio. My friends in Louisiana. It's a small world, and 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 well, sometimes you may cross paths from a competition standpoint. Um, it's a very tight community, and um, you know, Gavin when he was at Earth Fair and I was in California, and uh, Moises at, at Harmons and and Jimbo's. I was talking to people in Southern California. Um, you're going to reach out if if maybe if you haven't heard of something or a brand like that, pick up the phone, shoot a text, shoot an email, and say. Excuse me. Hey, Gavin, have you heard of this? Or, hey, Kenny, uh, I, I see you carry this. What, what's your experience with it? And um, I would say at least once a month, if not twice, my my conventional friends in Ohio reach out to me and, and you know, say, you know, you just did last week about a category and said, hey, you know, what's this category doing? I'm looking at this brand. What do you think? And and so my point is, is that uh, understand that happens, because mm -hmm. if you think it's all just competitive cutthroat, that's not the case. Um, and, and a lot of times they're going to be, they're going to be talking amongst themselves and, and mm -hmm. whatever impression you have, good, bad, or otherwise, that's going to be shared. So think about that a little bit as you're making your pitches and, or as you're building relationships, um, you know, you, you, I encourage all the time, obviously not to burn bridges, but, uh, you, you want to make sure that you leave a good impression, even if you don't get that, get that placement. Um, it might be something that information that's shared back and forth. So, yep, hundred percent. It's interesting. Like when you talk to, you know, I've I've spoken to like Seven Eleven owners and one of our family friends. They used to own a Seven Eleven. They have like channels that they all the owners across the country, whether it's by section, state, region, you know, or national, and they communicate with each other about what's doing well and what's not. And if there's like this great selling new item that they bring in, like. Lenny and Larry's. I remember when Lenny and Larry's was, you know, the protein cookie was new and they brought it in a 7-Eleven and, you know, a few owners got it and then they started messaging in this big, you know, I think whatever predated Slack, right? This is before Slack. Right. They probably use Slack now and they just share with each other. Here's some hot selling items. So um, I'm sure Jimbo is in all the Slack channels, you know, sharing about all the great <laughs> items and he's in the no plastic water bottle slack channel there you go there you go um so let's uh we're gonna switch gears here uh we're gonna bring on uh our sponsor here john vasilets he's with simply depot and also with ginger labs um i'm gonna wait for him to pop up here i think he took a little break he's gonna come back shortly so while we're waiting for him just wanted to mention and there he is so uh we're gonna bring him on then we're gonna talk more after 
about a couple other subjects. So, but let's bring him on. He is our sponsor for this episode. John Vasilets, welcome to CPG Vibes. How are you? Hey guys, happy Friday. Welcome, John. Uh, yeah, thank you for having me today. Uh, it's real pleasure and I'm really thrilled to introduce Simply Depot. So it's a B2B platform tailored for distributors and CPG brands with a field sales team. And our system streamlines customer management, orders, promotions, inventory, all in one user-friendly CRM platform. So it enables business expansion and scaling in retail networks. So we really understand the challenges that entrepreneurs face on their journey to success in a competitive CPG industry since Simply Depot's inception is really rooted in the experience of industry pro professionals, including our founder, Ivan. So uh, when he and his friend Namik launched their beverage brand, Ginger Shots, two years ago here in New York City, uh, Ivan identified that there is a big lack of tools for small and medium business uh, to actually uh, grow and scale that retail uh, network. So that's why he decided building our platform to help such businesses, especially emerging brands. Nice. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And it was really helpful because like they started self distribution. I mean, like Ginger um, started during the COVID and it was pretty difficult for them to find a proper distributor, especially for refrigerated product and they started with self-distribution so it was really really uh, difficult but at some point they managed to open like 300 stores like active customers and they were hooked with this uh, local distributor dora naturals and it also helped them a lot to grow but even though um their distributor helped them a lot they still um were forced to have their own um people like salespeople on the ground uh, because you know it's sometimes when the distributor have a list big list of products it's really hard for your distributor to carry about your product properly so that's why uh, simply depot field sales team uh, not field simply depot but gingr uh, field sales team uh, was using simply depot mobile app and and other our solutions to guarantee that they are serving that retail network well and in that way they were like um, assisting their distributor like for example they were going to stores taking pictures of the product uh, making sure that it's looking good sharing that information with their distributor placing mobile orders and in that way they were uh, maintaining really good relationships with their clientele i got a so, question um oh really really quick on my side note and wade has a question hmm. um just for though i think you know what a lot of some companies and a lot of companies I know use is something like Repsley, right? Repsley's right. out there. So, so to make it kind of full circle for everyone viewing, what is the value for someone or a brand, whether you're small, large, to go yeah, with Simply Depot versus something like Repsley? That's a really good question. So uh, what we have discovered uh, that even big companies like Coca-Cola, they are using a bunch of, of uh, different apps platforms to run their business like one app for messaging one app for merchandising such as repsley right one app for routes one rep for task management and what we are building and we already built it it's already working is all in one solution and specifically for small and medium businesses so it means like really good pricing it means uh, tailored functionality for cpg industry so that's what we are doing all in one uh, easy to use platform to build and grow your retail network wait do you have a question nope i was just just coughing i'm good oh, okay uh -huh. very cool all right so i think we got the rundown on that and then i just i also showed uh about the product as well and again i don't really bullshit if i didn't like the product i would I would probably, I would tell you to your face, um, but I actually really like the product. I'm a big fan of immunity stuff. I'm a big fan of anti-inflammatory. And you know what I was just showing on the screen there, there I'm looking at the screen right now. The ginger vitamin C is phenomenal. So clean, tasty, not sugary. It's just awesome. And then also I love the shots too. Like, you know, there's other shots out there. You know, you got the vibes and the cores and all those guys. 
but I like how clean and simple your products are. You have immunity booster, immunity aid, digestive aid, and vitamin C booster. What's cool is you can also order it from the website. A lot of refrigerated products. It's you know it's, you can't order everything from from their website. And it looks like you have thousands of reviews, which is which is awesome as well. So like someone can basically just go on, order all the shots, variety pack, boom delivered is it is it pretty quick the delivery or how long does it take yeah it's uh, about one or two business days it's like re really quick and it comes with ice packs so in that way we guarantee that you will receive fresh quality product wow one to two days that's uh that is very that's really really fast um, we are working really hard <laughs> amazon sometimes takes more than two days and that's amazon so all right well uh good stuff so for those that are listening and not watching uh simplydepot.com simply s-i-m-p-l-y depot d-e-p-o.com and then you have ginger labs g-n-g-r labs.com a little bit of a pressure cooker question for you john uh we didn't we don't prepare fucking anything on the show right <laughs> so we didn't even ask you in advance what the prize is going to be since you're sponsoring this week uh you sponsored a couple weeks ago i think a few weeks ago and then you're back back on december 15th you sponsored do you want to double down on the same sponsorship which was a discount plus a variety pack or do you want to do something else or what are you feeling of course for the... we can we can repeat it let's do it again and uh, okay let's good make stuff. these people happy yes Thanks. good stuff man well john thanks for uh sponsoring us on cpg vibes have a wonderful uh, happy new year and all that what everyone else is saying right and uh thanks again and have a wonderful weekend Thank thanks you guys. John. Yeah, good one Bye. Okay. So uh, back to our regularly scheduled program here. Now would be uh, a good time to talk about our ongoing sponsor probably too, just to make sure we yeah, get that in, right? That, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, wait, I'm going to pass it off to you, man, because I've been talking it up a lot here. Let's, I'm going to conserve some energy. Okay. Well, it's V-Driven and our friend Luke Abbott, and I'm trying to uh, multitask here because I was getting ready to type everything in and I don't have my cheat sheet up but uh cpg Luke, partner for emerging purpose there you go brands. you got it you've got it off the top of your head i'll let you do that and then i'll talk I, i've got i'm putting the links up how's that yeah okay i'm back to talking again we you fuel growth this. and innovation i'm actually cheating right now i'm looking at it they provide strategies and support in every phase of the re i'm gonna i'm gonna read it i'm gonna say it like i'm not reading it uh you know like newscasters the way they they talk it's like they're speaking off the cuff and authentically, and they're reading everything line by line. I want to have that skill set, right? Like I'm doing a speech, presidential speech or something. So uh, we they fuel growth and innovation by providing strategies and support in every phase of the retail journey, from leadership coaching, brand management, accounting, sales strategy, day-to-day -day tactical support. They can be an end-to-end -end solution for the brand's business needs. Their leadership team has decades, I'm talking decades, not years, decades, Wade, of real life experience in all the key areas of the business, and they know what it takes to help a brand succeed. Coming soon to a theater near you. All right, so that is vdriven, vdriven.com. You can also uh, email Luke, it's right up there, Luke Abbott, L-U-K-E dot Abbott, A-double-B-O-double-T at vdriven. Com. And I also wanted to shout out his Reconnected podcast. There's the link for the podcast if you haven't checked it out. Uh, yep. Jimbo was the first episode. Uh, I was the second episode. The third episode that just uh, dropped this week. Uh, Monica. Monica Coyle. Uh, yep. So, yep, Legend. It's, uh, Legend. Yep. Great stuff. So make sure you check it out if you haven't already. Uh, yeah. And so, Alex, I'll give you a break for a second. The other thing I wanted to talk about before we get into topics um, <clears throat> is a post that uh, – Ari Roz made earlier earlier today. And Alex, I don't know if you had a chance to see that or not. I told you you'd get a break, but you don't really. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to see it, but basically he was talking about, uh, you know, he's he's the the um the CEO at the Coconut Called, uh, which mm -hmm. Alex likes a little bit. He's 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 might have mentioned it once or twice and have a, I, I, a ded <laughs> dedicated fridge to uh, Coconut Cold. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But but he was talking about his frustrations with category managers relying on year over year yeah, uh, last 52 week metrics um, yep, yep, to measure yep. the growth of startups. And uh, yep. it was some good dialogue in that post. If you haven't, I, I'd, I'd recommend you, you know, search for Ari and, and find the post. It was some good, you know, good back and forth with regards to, you know, brands that are, that are in the space and growing and uh, maybe growing recently, um, you know, and, and showing triple digits, uh, albeit maybe small, but 
uh, that might not necessarily be measurable if you're looking at only at a 52-week uh, capture as far as numbers go. And I just thought it was an interesting post, and especially from an emerging brand standpoint, kind of goes along with things we talk about with struggling and pitching and things like that. And I think, um, you know, I, I, I said it I said it on Ari's, Ari's thread there, but I'll, I'll say it here that, you know, I, I do encourage my team to, when they're looking at their business, not to just look at 52 weeks, but also look at 26 and 13 to see, oh, yeah. um, you know, because if you're looking at 52 uh, and, and the numbers look good, but the last 13 numbers aren't so good or vice versa, um, you know, you're not really capturing the the category and, and what you, how you want it to perform. And uh, um, I think, I think that's something as you're thinking about pitches and you're thinking about getting into meetings that's something, whether it's yourself, your team, or your broker, uh, needs to make sure that they're able to tell that story, you know, because mm -hmm. if, if your 52-week story isn't good and your 13 or 26 is, um, certainly you want to accentuate the positives, you know, and, and um, you, you want to emphasize what you're doing well and, and how you are growing. So uh, I, I don't know. I just found it very interesting and, and a good topic of conversation. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I didn't read it through all the way. I did catch the post, but didn't go through all the comments or anything. I did also the link here. I did put it into um, our chat here. So you can copy and paste that link and see what Ari posted in all the comments. But I mean, yeah, and my short answer is I agree. I mean, you know, I think reasonable argument that you're saying and also from your all your experience and also from Ari's experience, it just makes perfect sense that you want to see trends and products more in real time, more recently and to see what's trending in the last three months, six months versus just one year, you know, ago. So I agree. I mean, you know, as a category manager, it's your job to be, that's why you go to Expo West, right? That's mm -hmm. why you go to all these shows is you're looking at what is next, what's going to do well. They should call it Expo Next, not, not West. You know, what's next, what's coming up, what's hot. And these trends hit quick, like within three, six months, you see it everywhere, right? You see it in a lot of natural stores. So yeah. And, and especially if you're a, a category manager or part of center store, you want to bring in, you know, you have your 80 or 90 percent, you know, common items and household items. You leave room for innovation, right? In your stores, like 10 percent, 20 percent, depending on the type of store you have and the customers. It's good to leave room for innovation on what is trending in the last however many weeks. So I agree. Right. Yeah. Right. Look at um, look at chlorophyll. Right. Remember that. Right. With with social media, I mean, I remember Salty's, you know, for those that haven't had them, it's in glass, cold pressed juice in glass, no heat treatment. It's ama an amazing product. I remember, you know, they're in San Diego. So in your neck of the woods back at the Jimbo days, Wade, and they have a chlor they had a they have a chlorophyll skew. And within like a month, it trended and went viral chlorophyll on TikTok. Remember that? Yep. And everyone just went out and started buying chlorophyll. And that was within one month. So in this day and age where things can go viral very quickly and trends can, you got to be up on the stats. So Right, right. And I know um, we've only got we got 10 minutes left. Um, I, I thought maybe now before we do the stuff we love, Alex, um, something might be good to talk about is, is that 100th episode and what kind of what we have in mind, uh, you know, sharing with the, the people that are watching, listening now a little bit now giving a precursor to what we're going to do or thinking about doing so that they can get ready and uh you know think about next week what do you think yeah absolutely so um well we uh wade and i discussed about two and a half minutes before this episode we, you don't know if we're lying or not but the sad thing is we're not lying no we're not uh, we're not uh maybe three minutes not two and a half um because i got interrupted that's by, why we were late because we actually did have a conversation before we did. This went live. yeah we did. which doesn't always happen which exactly never happens. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, basically we want to bring on three or four uh, regulars that love the show. They're passionate about the show and uh, they're just fanatics of CPG vibes. So what we're going to do is Wade and I are going to be posting on Monday a Google form that you can apply to be uh, basically to pop in to our hundredth episode because we're going to be really making this episode about the people, about the community, less about the show and about us. Um, so yeah, that's going to be our way of, get, of saying thank, thank you to everyone for supporting the show and making it what it is today. So look out for that post from me and Wade on applying to pop in and be a um, 
I wouldn't even call him a guest, maybe a guest of honor on our hundredth episode. So, well, you know, we could just do a roast, Alex, and go that route. But uh, basically, we're going to give uh, we're going to give open mics to uh, to a, to a couple of people and and let them come on and you know either they can they can uh, share a little bit about uh, their experience with the show and and just we're we're hoping that uh, some of the to Alex's point, some of the regulars that that are here with us every week or or, or frequently, you know, I say here there's a lot of people that download the show and and, and aren't able to make the time because it isn't the best time in the world, but it works for us. So. Uh, yeah, if you're interested, if you're listening, listening to this after the fact, if you're watching live, uh, keep your eyes out for that. But it's it's something, uh, you know, it's hard to believe. Uh, it's been two years. I mean, it's it's been two years since we started this, so it's uh, something to celebrate, and uh, we want to have a little bit of fun with it. So look for that uh, uh, as we uh, as we start off next week and uh, kick off the hundred hundredth episode next Friday. Absolutely. Yeah. Same time, same place. And, uh, we'll be an hour might go to three hours. We'll see, but, uh, <laughs> well said, Wade, well said. Yep. Um, cool. And then, yeah. And we'll post that on just for those who are, have no idea when this aired Monday, January 15th, 2024, we'll do our little post with a Google form. So, there you go. um, and then we're, we're going to save the topics on predictions for 2024. We're going to bump that to the next, to this hundredth yeah. episode, which I think is suiting. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like it. I like it. We'll play Nostradamus then. I, and and besides, you know, I'm not always prepared or uh, for stuff we love. I've got a doozy this week. Okay. We're going to do something go first. Me? I'm going to have you already that big intro, that hype. You go ahead. Woo! Protein crisps. I want organic. Those are amazing. The I newest product. The newest product. It's not even on the website. I, you know, it's and. Uh, what I have in my hands, I don't know if you can tell, but this is open, and I had to pry it, uh, pry it away from my wife before we we went live to make sure that I could talk about it because uh, I already killed the sour cream and onion bag myself. Uh, this one has very little product left, but uh, Mark nailed this. I mean, this is it's fabulous. I, I you know, I, I it's no secret. Mark's a friend, and um, uh, all his products are great, but this one, I don't know, Alex. It's to me, it's. It's next level, like uh, it's just fantastic. So I haven't tried the barbecue yet. Uh, I'm trying to pace myself to try and make them last a little bit, but man, just great, great stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's something special about this line. You know, I mean, he's come out with other lines like popcorn, that's a value add. Mm -hmm. But to me, I think of two words, maybe it's it's one word with a hyphen, game changer yeah. for I want. It's a game awesome. changer. I think it's awesome. delicious. Um, it's it's light it's crispy it's not oily at all uh, you feel good when you eat it uh, the flavors are, are dialed in and you know i've been i was texting with mark some of my feedback you know and i said well i love this but maybe this could be improved here or that can be improved like anything at first launch there's always going to be something and he was already on top of it he's like yep next run we're <laughs> like knowing mark like he's so well prepared and he listens to people and he catches ahead of time he said yep next run we're gonna improve this, improve that, improve that. And so I can't wait to see the reiterations of this and this, the life cycle of this, of this product line yeah. as he, as he rolls it out. So for me, if I was being constructive, the criticism that I have is that there's no way in hell this is three servings, Mark. There's no way I, I crushed the bag, <laughs> maybe one and a half. I don't know if it even made it to two servings. I crushed the bag. So just FYI, that's my constructive criticism, but yeah. really, really kidding aside, fantastic job. It's, it's delicious. It was funny uh, because when I texted him, like, like I'm like, it's not resealable. He's like, does it really need to be? It's delicious. You'll finish the whole bag, right? I'm like, exactly. you know what? I, I did finish the whole bag, didn't I? And my wife finished the whole bag. So I'm like, yep, you're right. Doesn't need to be resealable. And if you want to reseal it, just do a little clip. That's it. Exactly. So, all right. So uh, mine, I have fallen in love with this brand. And it's a brand that has been around for, I think about 10 years now. They're based on the East Coast and they have these new cups that are a great serving size, which is Eating Evolved. Mm -hmm. These are fucking awesome. And, you know, they, the, th the three flavors I found in Whole Foods, and, and they just launched a bunch of new flavors in Sprouts, but they have the coconut, they have the almond, and then they also have a hazelnut. And these are basically 100% cacao uh almost no sugar it has jerusalem artichoke for fiber it has cacao butter and then they put in monk fruit 
it's not overly sweet, but it has kind of a touch of sweetness to it. They're filling, they're really good for you. They're high quality. And when you look at the packaging, it just feels very premium. And so you have, you kind of just crush one of these bags with two cups. It's amazing. So yeah. I love what they've done. They have bars, you know, they have the boxes, which have these cups, and then they have these little kind of Reese's, you know, kind of feel, right? Which is the, um, the two, the twin pack. So the two cups. So I love everything about them. And then they also rebranded too. They used to have the monkey on the front. Right. Yep. And as much as I love the monkey, it just didn't bring that, um, you know what I mean? Like the seriousness and high quality of their right. product where people couldn't take them as serious. And now I'm, I'm really taking their product seriously. I love it and I buy it all the time. So, and uh, Keenan Stanley, right? Keenan Smith, Keenan Smith. Right. Is the, right. Is the uh, VP of sales. And he used to run the brand Wolf Kombucha, I believe. And then he, moved uh, that was the, the, uh, the, the kefir, the, the water kefir, right? Or yeah, the kefir. Yeah. Right. Not, right. not kombucha. You're right. Yep. And so he did that for a while, then that shut down. And then he's, he's, uh, parlay that into an amazing opportunity out of all. And he's obviously done amazing things with them in the last, what, two years now, where he's changed the face of the company along with the owners to rebranding new flavors, new distribution. I think he's done a fantastic job in helping run the sales of this company. So. Keenan, keep up the amazing work, brother. Good stuff. All right. So that's stuff we love here. And again, if you want to send us anything and uh, to get mentioned on stuff we love. Um, yep. That. Uh, the hoodies, the shirts, send it over. So, all right. I know you can just email cpgvibes100 at gmail.com and we'll get you our our addresses. I think you're going to get so much mail way. You might want to get a like a mailbox, <laughs> et cetera, or a UPS store, man. I'm telling you. There you go. There you go. I like it. It's going to be piling up on your doorstep there. All right. So the next uh, segment is Friday Freebies. Friday Freebies. So I uh, just want to reemphasize and mention with my uh, teleprompter here is V Driven, right? They're just an amazing organization. Luke Abbott is the CEO and founder. You have other talented individuals that are part of Be Driven, and they do everything from uh, master. They they are a master sales organization. They help you with trade spend deductions. They help you with accounting, and they're really geared towards small and big brands. So if you're a brand doing a hundred thousand a year in revenue, they could custom tailor a package to not only help you and get it off your shoulders, but also probably save you money instead of going to another company that most likely could charge more than what they were doing. So one-stop shop for all your needs, right? One-stop shop for a CPG brand. Exactly. Um, so we have our prize this week and I'm going to read it off here. This is from Simply Depot. This is this week's sponsor. We just brought on those that missed John Vasilitz, uh, the customer success director for Simply Depot. They also, he also runs the brand Ginger Shots. He's a uh, an account manager, I should say. He's, he runs the sales there, helps run the sales. So that the prize for this week is going to be the winning guest will have a 75%, and we'll talk about the product one more time too, a 75% discount for 10 months on their platform. So instead of $3,000, it's going to be $750. And they'll send you a wellness kit from their partner and customer, Ginger, G-N-G-R, which includes a variety pack of their shots, their ginger turmeric shots, and their new, their newest line, which is the vitamin C probiotic sparkling beverage. So this is an enormous prize worth well over a couple thousand dollars. And uh, all you have to do is answer a question. So um, Wade, do you want to go in one more time? Because you were listening. I think you're a better listener than me on what Simply Depot is. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, as far as what they are. Yeah. What they do, the service they, they provide. They have, uh, they manage customers, orders, promotions, products, reps, and more in a easy to use, uh, more than one CRM platform for business growth. Uh, it's Simply Depot, S I M P L Y D E P O dot com. And uh, yeah, if you go to that website, you can see kind of a, a snapshot of, of kind of what they can do, showing sales, orders, new customers. Uh, visited customers, total activities. Uh, it's it's pretty. It's looks to be very user friendly. 
just very, very intuitive. And you can kind of get like uh, Alex said, uh, Ginger Labs is one of their one of their uh, one of their is it a subsidiary or is that it's just one of their clients? Yeah, I think they're both. I think Ginger is uh, uses Simply Depot that the brand Ginger, but also uh, so they're they're um, or Ginger uses Simply Depot, and then they're also a um, their client, and then also John who represents Simply Depot also represents Ginger Labs as well. So that's the connection there. Yeah. All right. So uh, the question for this week i'm smirking again because i did not write anything down do you got one <laughs> you know it's funny i kind of uh, i thought i did but i kind of spoiled it and i see i see uh, john bryan uh from the uh fire department coffee company on here i was gonna right. i was gonna shout that out and i can try i i think it's probably gonna be too hard because if you if it, it was at the beginning i i, I named someone and i i don't i, I don't i don't think it's gonna happen um, they're going to get this one. So we're probably going to have to come up with something else. Um, hmm. I got, I got a really easy one. Not, okay. not super easy, but what, what, uh, what, uh, for the stuff we love that you just showed, what product you have to name all three, the entrepreneur, the brand name and the flavor. Well, the flavor might get them. I like it that you're talking mine. Yours. Yeah. Mine. I like mine. It. Mine's evolved coconut cups and almond cups i'm i'm already i'm not going to ask that question so the the bag the bag that i showed not the bag that i devoured myself so that's that's key there so john yeah, thanks again yeah. thanks again for the shirt shirt package john appreciate it brother yeah i, don't I was what i was going to ask what i was going to ask since john john is in the audience now what i was going to ask is the name of the person that connected john and myself i mentioned that i used to work with him in louisiana but I was—I figured the name is probably too obscure uh, if you weren't on at the very beginning and probably probably weren't taking notes at that point. So, boom, Kenny got it. That's it. Boom. Nailed boom. it. Boom. Boom. I'm just, not gonna, Kenny. I'm not. I'm not gonna hold you responsible that you left out its sea salt. But that's a technicality. You got it. You got I it. I don't know, man. Should we let that one slide? No, I'm just if, kidding. If Gavin yeah. again, it would be like. 15 weeks in a row or something like that. And uh, yeah, um, I just, I, having to build, he's having to build a, a, a storage shed outside his house because he wins every week. So I'm glad Kenny won. <laughs> yeah. He's getting that either that, or he's opening the UPS store uh, mailbox. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, but like, yeah, yeah. I actually, I, I muted Gavin to make sure he didn't win this one. There you go. I'm, I'm kidding. We love you, Gavin. So um, cool. All right. Well, what do you got going on? uh this weekend wait brown's playoff tomorrow go browns yep. go browns and I'm, I'm gonna say it kenny go bills on sunday and uh yeah that's that's it nothing nothing really it's actually a long weekend because we're off monday yep. so i don't know we might uh might get into something we're both feeling better a little bit better and uh we'll see what happens it's it's rainy today but i don't think it's supposed to be raining all weekend so we might get out and see what we get into we'll see how about you well you know what's going on tomorrow so um no golf playing. action right a little bit of golf um I'm going to be playing very, very early at the beautiful Alondra, being kind of sarcastic here, Alondra Park Golf Course in right off of um, right off of Prairie. You know, do you know Prairie? Like Crenshaw, Prairie Avenue, that area? I know Crenshaw. Yep. Yeah. So it's uh, one, it's between um, Hawthorne and Crenshaw Prairie. It runs all the way from Torrance all the way through to like LAX, Englewood LAX. So the, the course is not bad. It's just um, the conditions aren't great. So, but it was the only one that was open. And so me and three buddies are going there to play. And we're going to walk it. It's really good exercise just to walk that course. Um, it's very flat, uh, which usually just signifies it's not a great course when it's flat. Um, that's just me knocking them. So um, it'll be fun. And then uh, my sister's in town where I'm picking her up from the airport tonight with her, with her son. I'll be watching some football on Sunday and, uh, and then we're going to, um, Ojai on Monday and Tuesday. So there you go. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yep. We'll run into uh, good. Some, some celebrities. We ran into Jason Siegel last time we went up there. Nice. Very yeah. Nice. Cool. And, and his, his, uh, random fact, the last movie he came out with, at least that I remember called windfall. Have you seen his, this movie? I don't believe so. 
Yeah. So the, the film is shot. I won't tell you what it's about, but they shot the film in Ojai. So, oh, nice. so he lives in Ojai, Jason Siegel, part of the year. It's only like 70 miles away from LA. So a lot of celebrities that do acting in LA, they move, they go to Ojai to kind of take a break and relax and get some nature and hiking and stuff and get away from all the people. So yeah, he shot his last movie in Ojai, right where he, you know, right where he lives. So right on, right on. All right. So we'll see you next week for episode 100. We are uh, very excited about that. Look out for the link on LinkedIn from me and Wade to apply to be on our hundredth episode extravaganza and everyone uh, take good care. Wade, have a wonderful weekend. Good luck to you your too, team. Buddy. Kenny, good luck to yours and love you, buddy. Love you, buddy.